It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Thunderpod. You can email the show, Thunderpod at gmail.com. And you can even call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, we're going to dive into the world of sports betting as we start betting on the NBA season. We've got NBA prop bets. We've got over-unders. We've got Thunder team bets. We've got Thunder player prop bets. We've got the NBA award bets and so much more. We're also going to preview the Thunder's second preseason game, this time against the Chicago Bulls later tonight. I do want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinct designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a unique and beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNeil.com. This is an exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launching January 18th. You can preview them exclusively at BlueNeil.com. That is Blue, B-L-U-E, Neil, N-I-L-E, dot com. Check them out today. This is Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's dive into these NBA bets. And we start with the funnier NBA prop bets as a whole. Real quick, we have a few funny ones. The first one is... When is the first anonymous tip line reported? When do we get our first quote-unquote snitch? Will it happen before or after December 31st? Happening before December 31st is plus 135. Happening after December 31st is minus 175. So that, that tells you if you're going to be able to risk less money to win more or if you're going to be able to have to risk more money to win less. And so for me... When is our first report of a anonymous tip line being used? Honestly, I think that this will happen before the new year. I think that this will happen before December 31st. So then at that point, I would be able to have plus 135 odds on my selection. The first coach to be fired. Right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Scott Brooks at plus 200. I, I don't see a, a scenario in which Scott Brooks gets fired. I just don't. I mean, Russell Westbrook is in love with Scott Brooks. 
I think that that team is going to be really good in the East in the regular season. I think that Bradley Beal will look really good alongside Russ the same way that Paul George elevated his game into top three MVP candidate situation with Russell Westbrook. I think that Bradley Beal will suffer the same season. He'll elevate his game and he'll be able to benefit from Russell Westbrook. So you mix Bradley Beal being happy with his newfound MVP type caliber season with Russell Westbrook's love for Scott Brooks with the Wizards being a playoff team, in my opinion, I don't see a way that Scott Brooks gets fired. I mean, obviously, if none of that comes true, uh, yes, he, he's kind of on the hot seat there. But I think that you ride this season out. You completely and totally ride this season out with Russell Westbrook. You, you can't move him anyway. And so you might as well give them the best chance to succeed. And the best chance for Russell Westbrook and that team to succeed is with Scott Brooks. You can love him or hate him, but there's no question that he benefits Russell Westbrook and that team this season. So if I'm not going to go Scott Brooks there, which is the leader in the clubhouse at plus 200, I would take a strong look at, if you wanted to place a bet on this, Luke Walton or Dwayne Casey. The, the Kings coach, Luke Walton, Pistons coach, Dwayne Casey. The, the Luke Walton thing is plus 500. I would gladly take that because in the Western Conference, as we've said many times, everyone wants to make the postseason. And, and you can exclude the Thunder from that if you want to, but everyone wants to make the postseason. So... Someone has to be disappointed a month in or two months in. And if it's, if it's another disappointing season for the Kings, I think that you're going to see Luke Walton gone. Because think about how highly everyone was on the Kings this time a year ago. And really think about what the expectation was. They had a really good coach. They fired him to take on this young hotshot Luke Walton, uh, who had such high reviews from L.A. and from Golden State. And their offense went backwards. Their team went backwards. Their style of play went backwards. So there's already so many negative strikes against Luke Walton that if they get off to another slow start this year, I could easily see him being fired. And though Dwayne Casey, he's not Troy Weaver's pick. He's not Troy Weaver's guy. And so if they have a dumpster fire season, which I expect that they will have, uh, you could see Troy Weaver wanting to fire him and name his own head coach uh, later on down the line next offseason. So those two, I think, are pretty safe bets in this category. I do not think Scott Brooks will be fired. All these lines come to you courtesy of betonline.ag, the best place to go to get Single game lines, prop bets, future bets, everything you need, it's all in one place at betonline.ag. Pretty soon we're going to have a promo code for you to use at betonline.ag, so stay tuned for that as well. Another funny one is James Harden's next team. There's actually odds on this, and you can bet on who his next team will be. Uh, right now I'm just going to give you the leaders of who's in the running for this which is pretty big news after the Giannis, Giannis extension because now teams like the Heat, who are the top team right now to land, land James Harden, they don't have to worry about their salary cap next year or saving money for next year or holding off on moves because they might get Giannis. No, there's no way that you're getting Giannis next year, so you might as well make whatever trade you want to make, if that's James Harden, if that's somebody else. Uh, but right now for James Harden, the leader for his next team is Miami Heat plus 250. The Nets are close, plus 275 at number two. 76ers at number three, plus 350. Raptors at number four, plus 350 as well. Celtics at number five, plus 750. Uh, you know, the Celtics is interesting. I, you know, I haven't really heard even rumors about the Celtics, but they've catapulted their way to the top five of his odds. Number six, the Nuggets at plus 900. You've heard whispers of, of the Nuggets being around because simply they have the package that Houston wants. They have the, they, they can throw you Michael Porter Jr., who may or may not be a rising star. They can throw you a lot of draft picks, and they can throw you a, a veteran-type piece. 
I don't know if the Nuggets are even remotely interested in James Harden. I get it. He's an MVP player. I, I just don't think they want to mess whatever they have up. But they are at plus 900, number six. Number seven, the Bucks. He they are on James Harden's list. They are plus 1,000. Number eight, the Clippers. I guess that you could swap Paul George, who just signed his extension, which I don't think you can even trade him for a year. So you can't even do that anymore. I'm not sure how the Clippers would even get involved after the Paul George extension. But they're on here, number eight, the last team, plus 1,800. So we have a few more general NBA prop bets before we get into the Thunder team bets and the Thunder player bets. This one is over under four and a half teams that will not complete the 72 games. The over is set at plus 120. The under is set at, at minus 160. I'm taking the under. I get it. There might be some games in which are between two teams that have absolutely no chance to even make the play-in game. It's where you might want to cancel those games and not reschedule them. But 72 and 70 is around that ballpark of the regional sport contracts, the regional sport network contracts. And you have to play at least 70 games or 72 games in some cases to fulfill them to where I don't see a way where four teams, unless we're canceling the season, do not complete 72 games because this is all about the TV dollar. This is all about the TV revenue and you're going to want these teams to complete and fulfill their TV contract. So you're, you're going to see, I think, games made up between two teams who are totally irrelevant in the playoff chase. And then each game grows more and more important also whenever you expand the playoffs to 10. We, we, can, we can talk about all day if you should legitimately count uh, you know, a playoff appearance as the play-in 10th seed. But the bottom line is you're, you're extending your season if you can get to 10, and you're going into the playoff atmosphere. So... The 10 seed now matters. And we all know that 10 through whatever, you know, 10 through 12 or 13 could be all just jumbled up at half a game to where you cannot cancel their game against, say, Oklahoma City or their game against, say, New York. You just can't do it because that game could be the difference. So I think that these games will get made up and these teams will play 72 games. Maybe you could see one team or two teams not reach that milestone, I should say, but I don't think that you're going to see four, four and a half, five. And to hit the over, you'd have to see five. I just don't see there being a chance that that happens, barring a cancellation of the season, which I also do not foresee. And then total players to score 60 points or more in a game is set at two. The over is plus 120. The under is minus 160. Obviously, we saw some wild performances in the bubble, but I think I'm still going under here on players to score 60 points or more in a game. I'm still going to go under two. But maybe we just continue this wild run of basketball, which would be pretty awesome. So again, we're going to get into the Thunder team bets coming up. Will they make the playoffs? What are their odds to win the Western Conference? What are their odds to win the finals? What are their odds to win the division? What is Mark Dagnott's odds to win coach of the year? All of that good stuff, including Al Horford prop bets, Shea, Dort, Baisley prop bets, and NBA awards. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Headspace because Headspace is a phenomenal, phenomenal app. Life can get stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of our lives. You need stress relief that goes beyond just quick fixes, and that's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of a guided meditation that is easy to use on their app. Headspace is the one and only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whether the situation 
Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need help falling asleep, Headspace has a wind-down session that their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I love to use Headspace to fall asleep. I do have trouble with that. And so to be able to unwind each night with Headspace has been so beneficial. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime and anywhere. You deserve to feel happier. Headspace meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on MBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on MBA for a free one month trial to access Headspace's full library of meditations for every single situation. This is the best deal that you're going to find right now. So head on over to headspace.com slash locked on MBA today. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I do want to let you know that we're just getting started with our previews for this NBA season. Today, we're diving into the betting aspect of all of this NBA season for the Thunder, for the NBA as a whole, everything involved. We're going to do all of that today. On tomorrow's show, of course, we have to recap the Bulls game. I'm also going to give you my final roster projection 4.0 on tomorrow's show. Friday, we have another Bulls game to preview, and we'll continue to dive into the developing stories around the Thunder at that time. On Monday, we're going to recap that Bulls game and do the entire NBA season preview. I'll let you know who I have winning every single spot in the postseason for East and West, who I have winning the East and the Western Conference, who I have winning the NBA championship, rookie of the year. MVP, MIP, Sixth Man of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, all the good stuff, all the awards. I'm also going to tell you who I have being the biggest surprise team, disappointing team, everything from the entire NBA. On Tuesday, I'll give you my Thunder season preview with special guests and burning questions and everything you need to know to get started with this Thunder season. I know a lot of you might be checking back in right now and you have missed a ton this offseason because the whole team is entirely different. The highest tenured player is Hamidou Diallo. So I'm going to get you set with that on Tuesday's show to preview the Thunder season. On Wednesday, we're back in action. Rockets game preview game number one on Thursday, recapping that game. And then on Christmas, we're going to preview the Hornets contest. So we have a jam-packed schedule on Locked on Thunder. So stay tuned and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. So let's dive in right now to the Thunder team bets. Now this is going to be stuff geared toward the entire team. Let's start out with will the Thunder make the postseason? We all know the story last year, given a 0.2% chance by ESPN to make the postseason and they did it. Well, the odds say right now, once again, brought to you by betonline.ag, that if you think the Thunder will make the postseason, you're going to get plus 1,600 odds. That is a massive long shot to make the postseason. 
Their odds to win the Western Conference, though, after after having plus 1,600 odds to make the postseason, but to win the Western Conference, it's plus 1,500. To make it to the NBA Finals, it is plus 10,000. And here's what I find interesting about the, the NBA Finals odds. These odds are better than the Wizards, the Hawks, the Pacers, the Grizzlies, and the Hornets. Now, do I think any of those teams will win the Finals? I do not. But I do think that the Wizards, the Hawks, the Pacers, the Grizzlies, and the Hornets are far more likely to be into the postseason, especially the Wizards and Hawks and Pacers, than the Thunder. And if you're going to be at least in the postseason, I think you have better odds than a team that's predicted and should finish at the bottom of the entire NBA. So is that Vegas hedging themselves a bit just in case the surprise Thunder team makes the playoffs or wins the West or wins the finals? I don't know, but I just found that interesting that I think the consensus around the NBA is that the Wizards and Hawks are going to make the play-in tournament. The Pacers are still going to be good, still going to be fighting for that postseason in the, in the East. And they all have worse odds to win the championship than the Thunder, who are also playing in the West with a lot tougher competition. Like The Lakers just seem unbeatable right now. The Clippers are going to rebound. The Nuggets are really good. The Mavericks are super good. The contenders in the West... I think are a lot tougher to beat and a lot tougher to poke holes in. Like the Bucks, as the best team in the East, you can poke holes in. Same thing with Miami, Toronto, the Nets, all, all those teams, you can poke holes in in the East. So I found that super interesting that they're ahead of those teams. They also have Mark Degg not having the longest odds to win coach of the year, even behind J.B. Bickerstaff, behind everyone, at plus 600. Now we saw what Billy Donovan did a year ago. Of course, if he somehow has this team in the postseason, I, I think this year, honestly, given what the Thunder have went through for the second straight year, if Mark Day not found a way to get this team to the postseason, he would be the coach of the year, no matter what anyone else does. If they're simply in the postseason, and in fact, if they're simply even in the play-in tournament, you might you might give it to him. Because of the expectation around this team, because of the, the roster turnover, but he is plus 600, and he was plus 6,000, I should say, if you want to get involved in Mark Dignot Coach of the Year Awards. Now, let's get into the wins and losses. The Thunder over-under is set at 22.5 wins. The over is plus 115. The under is minus 145. And you know that I think that this Thunder team will be a competitive one. Are they going to win a ton of games? I don't think so. But anytime that you're competing and anytime that you are playing close games, which I don't think that this team will get blown out very often, I think it'll be very rare that this team is blown out, you're at risk of the ball bouncing your way a couple of times. So I think that the 22.5 marker is a really good one. I think it's a really good one for the Thunder. I think that Vegas got this right. BetOnline.ag got this right. Because I could see this being a coin toss of, of going either way. Again, the ball just bouncing your way. I don't think that this Thunder team will be just outright awful. I don't think that they're going to be good. I don't think that they're going to be middling even though, in the sense of one loss record. So I would have to go with the under, which is of course minus 145, which whenever there's a minus there, it's kind of like, eh, what's really the point of betting it? But I don't, I wouldn't blame you if you threw a couple dollars on the over. I really wouldn't. So the Thunder's odds to win the division are plus 8,000. And this division if it goes the way the odds say, we'll give you the order. But this division has no favorite. It has no team with a minus in front of their number. 
that's how jumbled up this division is. And I, and I think that I agree with it. I mean, I, I could see you picking either of these top three to win the division, and I wouldn't bet an eye if you picked any of the top three. But, but just based on the way the odds are, the Nuggets at plus 100 are the top seed in the division. The Jazz at plus 210 are number two. The Blazers at plus 225 are number three. The Wolves at plus 2,500 are number four. And then the Thunder at plus 8,000 is number five. The last time the Thunder won the division was 2015-2016. And so, obviously, they have a long shot just both team-wise, and they haven't done it in a long, long time. I think that they got the order right. If I had to just absolutely bet right this second on the order of this division, I would go Nuggets, Jazz, Blazers, Wolves, Thunder. From a betting standpoint, on these future bets, you typically will take something with good odds that you do not think will actually pan out. But if it does pan out, you're going to be really well off. And I would really look at look at the Blazers. Plus 325 for the chance that CJ and Dame just go off and win this division. It, I think it's a strongly possible. I love the Robert Covington edition. I love their bench unit. I love their depth. I think that it's incredibly possible that the Blazers are a top three seed. It's also incredibly possible that the Blazers are like seventh. So that's where you kind of have a catch-22. But if I had to bet on this division, even though I think that the Nuggets will probably win it. If I had to bet, I would bet on the Blazers plus 325 to win it just because I think that's great value. I think that's a really good value for the Blazers. Now let's dive into the Thunder player prop bets. And this is where it gets fun. This is where it gets really interesting. Let's start with Al Horford. Al Horford over under in points is 13 points per game. It's even money minus 113. So even money no matter which way you go on this over under. I, I like that line in the sense of putting Al Horford in a vacuum. However, when you when you scope out and look at Al Horford's situation here, right, look at the parts around him. Who's going to score on this team? It'll be Shea. It'll be Baisley. It'll be Al Horford. Who's going to get shots? He can get him and Shea and Baisley. They can get any shot that they want to. I mean, they can just jack shots up. Now, I don't think he's that kind of player where he's going to just shoot the ball every time he touches it. So I think that the 13 is really close to realistic. But I would still go over on this because I think that someone, frankly, has to score. Someone has to be the guy to put points on the on, on the scoreboard unless the Thunder is going to score like 80 points a game, which I don't think that they will. And with the Thunder going up-tempo, up-tempo, pace and space, pace and space, it plays into that. Now, on the contrary, Al Horford scored 11 points last year. You know, 11.9, so really 12. His career averages is 13.9 points per game for his career. The last time he did pull off 13 points per game was 2018-2019. And before that, it was uh, back in 2016-2017. So, once again here, I'm going to take the over on 13 points per game. I think that Al Horford gets it done. Now, he has a really good rebound line that I think that you should jump all over. Al Horford over under rebound 7.5 per game is at plus 100 on the over. The under is at minus 130. Last year, Al Horford had 6.8 rebounds per game. For his career, he's an 8.3 rebound per game player. Last year, he played with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and that obviously cuts into his his rebounds per game. I like 7.5, and and I think that he gets 8. I think he gets 8, which is what you need to win the bet, so I'm going to take the over at plus 100. And then we get into Shea Gittis Alexander, who you all know I have being in my top five, in my top bold predictions, five bold predictions. I have him being a 25 point per game score. 
the odds at betonline.ag have the over under set at 21 points per game. So if he's even going to get to 25, he has to get to 22. So obviously I'm taking the over and the over is plus 115. I'm, I'm putting a lot of money on Shea going over 21 points per game. His assists per game are six and a half. It's even money, 115 uh, for both sides right now. And again, these numbers are subject to change as we get more information and, and Vegas adjusts. But I, I would say that that's really close to a push right there to where realistically I wouldn't bet either side. But again, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to pick a side. And I'm going to say he goes over, but barely. Like it is, it is going to be seven assists per game to where it's the over. There's also odds for Lou Dort points per game, and this is the only, this is the only part of the board that that Lou Dort's on. He's not on Defensive Player of the Year. He's not on the steals leader. He's not on the blocks leader. I was surprised that he really didn't get any more love on the defensive categories. Uh, but he has points per game, and his is at nine and a half. The over is minus one thirty-five. The under is plus one hundred five. Last year, he was a six and a half point per game score inside the bubble for the regular season bubble. You know, before the postseason, he had nine point one points per game. In the postseason, he had twelve point five points per game. Obviously, the postseason is inflated by the thirty point per game effort, uh, but still, I think that going over nine and a half is pretty safe. Once again, people have to shoot. People have to score. If you're a starter, you're going to be elevated. If you're a guy like Lou Dort, it's going to be trusted with minutes. So you're going to be elevated. Lou Dort can get out on the break. And then Darius Baisley also has points per game. And for him, it is over under 10.5. The over is minus 145. The under is plus 115. Last year, during the real season, it was, he scored 5.6 points per game. Inside the bubble regular season, he scored 13 points per game. And then in the, in the bubble playoffs, he scored 6.6. I'm going to go with over, as you all know, as I have him being the second highest scorer on the team. But it's not worth the bet to me at minus 145 for the value. But that's the side I would be on if I had to bet this. So coming up, we're going to do the NBA awards and we're going to preview the Chicago Bulls game. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Go. Built Go is a phenomenal one and a half ounce package that will help you break through your wall, no matter if that is a mental or a physical wall, break through with Go today. So check them out. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or just simply put it in your pocket to get you through the day. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. They have three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint, how does Built Go work, you're asking? Well, they combined energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. It's fast absorbing, gets into your system, and it's easy on your stomach. Check them out today at BuiltGo.com. Visit BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED. You're going to get 20% off your next order. BuiltGo.com. Promo code LOCKED. 20% off your next order. Let's go. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
We are back on Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I want to let you know that the NBA season preview is rolling out right now. NBA fans, the season is almost here. And on Locked on NBA, we are giving you a special week of shows previewing each team division by division, including yours truly, previewing the Thunder season. Go check it out, Locked on NBA, wherever you get your podcasts from. Not only will you hear from every single local expert, you're also going to get waiver wire additions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You're going to get rookies to watch for from draft guru Chad Ford, and you're going to get predictions on how these divisions will shake out from rejecting the screen. So go subscribe to Locked On NBA, a daily NBA podcast, wherever you get your podcasts and listen to them after the conclusion of this podcast. So I want to continue our conversations here about the NBA season, getting some odds, getting some bets in, and we're, we're going to run through the NBA awards. The MVP favorite right now is Luka Doncic at plus 325. Defensive player of the year is AD at plus 225. Again, Lou Dort is not on the board. The sixth man of the year is Lou Dort, plus 400. I would say, though, if you do want to bet on who will win sixth man of the year, I really like Gallo's odds at plus 700. I really do with the Hawks. Coach of the year, Steve Nash, plus 750. Not in love with that. I think that there's better options out there. The leading scorer is James Harden, plus 150. Again, not in love with that. He's got to actually play to let that happen. And I think that if James Harden is not traded by the start of the year, he's going to load manage and just going to be like, okay, well, I have a sore knee or I have a sore this or that. And I'm just going to sit out until I'm able to be traded. So I, I don't love the scoring leader with James Harden as the favorite, unless that they think that he'll be traded before the season gets underway. Now, let's dive into the Bulls preview. So the game overview, of course, this is preseason game two. It is the home opener. It is Bulls at Thunder tip-off at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports Oklahoma, uh, an NBA league pass, and uh, I believe that they that theirs is called NBA, NBC Chicago. All that good stuff. The Thunder will have back and return with Al Horford, Darius Baisley, Lou Dort, and Justin Jackson. They all are going to return. They all miss Saturday, but they're going to play in game two. They're still going to be without Darius Miller and Ty Jerome and Josh Hall. So those three guys remain out for this contest. The Bulls are without six unknown players right now. We don't know who the six are. We just know there are six players who are out. So that's your game overview. Here's what to watch for. I want to see this Thunder team keep running up-tempo, keep pushing it, keep playing with energy, pace, and space. They did such a great job of that Saturday. I want to see that continue with Al Horford, which is number two. How does he fit into all of this? How does Al Horford fit into this offense? I think very well. I think that he'll he'll fit in with this role incredible, and, and he'll be back into a, a comfort zone of sorts. You look at Mark Dagnott, and it reminds me a lot of Donovan's time at Florida, which is where Al Horford thrived in, and what Al Horford thrived in. I know he's older now, but this change of pace for his game compared to being stuck beside Joel Embiid, I think will be great for him. I want to see that come to flourishing uh, and, and just see flashes of what could be in this first preseason game without Horford. I also want to see the starting lineup. Now, I'm not going to take this for just absolute gospel, no matter what the lineup is, but this is the first time that Mark Dagnott has had all of his guys available for the starting lineup, all the candidates. My apologies to Darius Miller or Ty Jerome or Josh Hall. None of those three guys were candidates to start on this team and be a starter. 
So this is the first time that he'll have to make decisions about Lou Dort, about Darius Basley, about Al Horford, and, and, and how does that all play in with Hamadou Diallo and George Hill also? Uh, where do all these guys slot in? My starting lineup prediction for the season is Shea, Dort, Diallo, Baisley, Horford. We'll see if Mark agrees with that. We'll see what it looks like on tomorrow's game. Because obviously he now has more options with Horford, Baisley, and Dort returning. Uh, Justin Jackson is welcoming back and he fit into this uh, roster at all. Former first round pick. It's a ton of talent. Spoke to the media today. Was really good with the media today. Uh, but how does he fit in this whole rotation? We'll see. But he's going to be back. Now, I do want to see Shea as the point guard. Again, I'm not going to take too much away from the stats or too much away from this game period uh, with Shea. But he looked really good on Saturday. He looked really in control and comfortable. And I expect that there's going to be a, an elevated aspect of his game because he's going to have back at least two starters for sure. Horford and Baisley, I think, are locks to start. And possibly another starter with Lou Dort. I, I want to see how he looks with this full cast of characters. And then how could you not be excited to see Tail Maldon build on his starting point, build on his first NBA action? Will it be 20 points again? Probably not, but who knows? And again, this goes back to the starting lineup part. How much will he and George Hill play together, and how do they mesh in the backcourt if they're both coming off the bench at the exact same time? We'll see how the rotations start to work out. And then with Poku, I really want to see if Poku still shoots at will. Like, because on Saturday, my man was just launching it. When the ball even grazed his finger, he was just launching it. I want to see if he's still doing that in game two. And with young players like this, again, he's the youngest player in the NBA, there's a chance that you see overcorrections, right? So I want to see what his confidence level is at and what his mindset's at. Because if someone did get into his ear talking about how much he shot the ball and how how quick he shot the ball, it could overcorrect itself to being too passive. So I just want to see where, where we're at with Poku, with Poku on Game 2. And then Lou Dort, fun to watch him come back, but he's a winning player. He's going to make winning plays. He's going to do the dirty work, and if he doesn't do that in his first ever preseason game, I'm not going to be too upset about it. It's preseason. So the full capacity of Lou Dort can only be seen whenever he's going 110% on defense, and if he's not doing that against the Bulls in the preseason, I'm not going to be mad at him. So we'll see what Lou Dort can bring when he's coming back. And then with Darius Baisley, I want to watch his aggressiveness. Because at times last year, he was very passive, and I get that when you're sharing a floor with Chris Paul and Kalinari and Dennis Schroeder and Shea, but now you're only sharing the floor with Shea and Al Horford. I want to see him be way more aggressive and look for his shot more and look for his opportunity more and control the ball more. And as I've said all along, I'm most excited about his rebounding. I think he's a really good rebounder. So mix that with what I think is his elite trait. And I think his elite trait is playmaking. I want to see him grab the ball off the rim and just go coast to coast. Just go, go, go. Push it up tempo. I think that this style is going to fit him so well. And I'm so excited to watch that. We already talked about the starting lineup, but him to Diallo. How does he factor into that as we see Baisley, Dort, Horford return? And then the roster bubble. The last thing to watch for is just the roster bubble. I think that Roby's on this team. I've had him in my roster from roster prediction 1.0 all the way to 3.0. Spoiler alert, I'm going to have him again in 4.0. I think he's on this roster, but he's one of those bubble guys that you got to keep watching. Admiral Schofield, Kenner Williams, they did not have a strong showing in, on Saturday. I want to see if they can rebound on, on Wednesday before we start having to see the Thunder make some cuts. I mean, Saturday 
is going to be the rough deadline of whenever you're going to see these guys move. So you've got two more chances if you're Schofield and Williams uh, on top of whatever practice sessions you get into between now and around Saturday. Again, the Thunder can have some wiggle room. The the actual official drop dead we need the rosters in is Monday, but you're going to start seeing it come out starting on Saturday, according to a lot of these capologists. So we'll see what happens this weekend for the Thunder. My Thunder Moneyball, once again, the Thunder Moneyball, for those of you who are new this season, we give a prediction every single game about who will lead the, the game for the Thunder in three-pointers made. I am one for one so far with Mike Muscala last game, but he tied with Alexei Pukashevsky. Uh, so they both had four last game. So send in who you think will lead the team in three-pointers this game on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles or on the email address, Thunderpod. Send those in. We can keep track of, of who's doing the best throughout the season. And if you beat me or if you have the highest, uh, if you have the highest number of correct uh, bets and the highest number of correct predictions with the money ball, uh, you can win something at the end of the year. So be sure to start getting engaged with the Thunder Moneyball segment. It's a play on Matt Pinto's to Chinga Thunder Moneyball. So without further ado, my prediction this game to try to go two for two is Alexei Pukashevsky. I think that this guy is still going to be flinging it. I think he's still going to be jacking up shots. And as we've seen, he can get on a roll. He can start firing him off and firing him off and firing him off. So I'm going to predict that that he leads the team in three-pointers made. I want to conclude this by talking about Giannis. He signed his max deal with Milwaukee. This is a huge win for small markets. Go listen to Locked on Bucks right now. Uh, they've covered this story, obviously, every single day. And, and for them to get the payoff of him actually signing the max contract is awesome. Uh, this is a huge win for, again, small market teams. I'm interested in the, in the pivot from... Miami, Dallas, Toronto, the three the three teams that were literally preparing for Giannis. No ifs, ands, or buts. To be quite frank with you, I think that the reason that Gallinari... Well, you know the reason Gallinari's not in Miami is because of Giannis. Because Pat Riley at the deadline, the trade deadline this year, did not want to extend Gallinari into next season because of the Giannis factor. And so that's what made that trade fall apart. The trade was signed, sealed, delivered in the sense of the players coming back to Oklahoma City and the players going to Miami. The only snag was Gallinari's extension. So we know that that took him out of play in Miami. I think it took him out of play in Dallas as well. I think it took him out of play in Toronto. I think that the reason Miami does not have Jay Crowder back, does not have Gallo right now, I think that the reason all of that happened is because of Giannis. So he's already, with this decision, impacted the league right? Where do those teams go from here, though? Does a team just spend stupid money? Because we once saw this free agency class get loaded with LeBron and Paul George and Giannis. All those guys are off the table now. They still have Kawhi out there, maybe, but he's wanted to be in LA for so long. I'm not sure why Kawhi wouldn't re-sign, but at the end of the day, it is Kawhi, so you never know. But where do those teams go from here? But this is a massive win for the Milwaukee Bucks absolutely incredible. And if you do want to leave here with just this pipe dream in your head, I'm going to give it to you. The absolute dream scenario, and and you need to be sitting down for this. I want you to picture we're three years into this contract. We're three years in. The Bucks went all in with that Drew Holiday trade. They have marginal ways to improve their team. They're still failing in the playoffs over and over and over again. The Thunder have hit on two of their draft picks already. They still have a treasure trove of assets, of draft capital. They still have Shea. They still have Baisley. But Giannis wants out. The only team that can truly match Giannis's value at that point in time 
the Oklahoma City Thunder. You will not top the assets Oklahoma City will have for Giannis. So if you want to live in that fantasy world for right now, I wouldn't blame you. Do I think Giannis will ever play a day in his life in a Thunder uniform? No, I do not. But it's fun to think about. And once again, it is a position that Sam Presti has put Oklahoma City in. It goes back to shifting the odds. You've shifted the odds, and this year, you could very well have picks 1-5 and in trades that you've made this year. In a loaded draft class that some people say have seven generational talents, you could have pick 1 and pick 5 in the best-case scenario possible. You could have pick 1 and pick 5. That shifts the odds in your favor to get the next star. And even if you've got two stars in this draft, you would still have a multitude of draft picks to go get a proven guy on the trade market. What Sam Presti has done is is nothing short of phenomenal. And this is going to be a very fun ride. And even while you're bottoming out, even while you're trying to get the number one overall pick, you're still going to put a product on the floor, as we saw Saturday, without seven top guys that we saw Saturday. You're still going to put a product on the floor that's really fun to watch for your fans. That's really fun to, to consume. I am so happy that Sam Presti is in charge of this team and the direction this team is going. I want to let you know real quick, uh, I'm not sure when Thursday's show will be up after the Bulls game because I'm going to the Bulls game. I'll be there as a member of the media. Uh, and if you didn't know, I live one and a half hours away from Oklahoma City. So after the game's over and the and the press conferences are over and I drive back home, I'm not sure if I can record a podcast and still have it up for you at the normal 4 a.m. time. But it'll be up very quickly in the morning on Thursday if it's not up at 4 a.m. I'm hoping still for 4 a.m., but we'll see how that goes. I just want to let everyone know because I know that whenever I don't post a show right at 4 a.m., there's some people who just DM, tweet everything, and want to know what's going on. That's what's going on. We might not have a show right at 4 a.m., but we will have a show on Thursday, and it will be in the morning on Thursday. I can promise you that much. And again, hopefully it's still at 4 a.m. So subscribe to Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Go ahead and subscribe. Once again, we have a loaded week ahead of just NBA previews, Thunder previews, great guests, game previews, recaps, all the good stuff coming up. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. I am Ryland Styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.